some technical difficulties and this is take two of the podcast this <laughs> podcast today 30 minutes later after yeah. 10 minutes of recording is trashed right we yeah, get to redo we, we sounded like robots maybe would, maybe i'll put in a little sample of like uh, how crazy it sounds yeah there's some funny moments <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wow 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 <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> But anyway, so we talked a lot in that 10 minutes. About, and you'll never hear it. Well. You're going to recap the recap. Yeah, I am going to recap. <laughs> so you had a musical intro. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you were like. It'd like, be funny to like use that as. You should use that as the example of the skipping. It's funny in review. 2018. You know, we're in the club. They're like, they're like, re, 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 review. Yes, yes. Well, you were you were doing the sounds and you were triggering me to talk about Superstore very early on. I was, but but you I don't have to now. I didn't mean. <laughs> Still gonna bring it up. He yeah, was, I was he, going like high key book club in 2018 and review, something like that. Yeah, and then then there's a character in Superstore that always does that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, I'll talk about Superstore later. Well, we talked about we're back <laughs> <laughs> from high hiatus. Yes, because we were working on big projects in December. Oh crap! And you did this whole beautiful introduction about my documentary yeah so cameron uh released his documentary short called painter greenhouse you can find it on youtube Mm -hmm. and and you were production designer for that work i was for that piece there was a cameo of my artwork yes and in december you released a magazine i did i released the digital mostly digital magazine and website a website and and a big thing called five to nine you can find it at five to nine mag.com about uh people sharing their creative work and what they do in their free time outside of work and just reflections and honest commentary on life and honest commentary honest i like that commentary. <laughs> i appreciate that yeah just about there's not enough honesty in this world yeah it's like fuck never mind <laughs> wow <laughs> Bleep. Uh, yeah so <laughs> that was basically the gist that's all you missed uh yeah that's I great think. we should do this more we took like 10 minutes and consolidated it into three well no we talked about more things um we should and probably... i did more yeah <laughs> and we should probably introduce ourselves we also did probably that. but we don't have to no we do okay fine <laughs> you did it <laughs> coming up to hockey book club in the studio yeah. Review. No, <laughs> so this is our review uh 2018 episode and we yes. are High Key Book Club where we cover TV shows we... and we book club movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and... we're not really like a book review place. 
Right. I'm sorry. I feel if bad. If you guys read, <laughs> reading sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. No, reading rules. So I was also going to say that, yes, this is the 2018 year in review kind of thing, but it's more of the second half of 2018 because we did do a mid-year review since we do watch so many things that it's like a whole year we're not going to remember the stuff from earlier in the year so it, it makes more sense to do a mid-year so if you want to know about the first half of 2018 you can listen to our mid-year review from sometime in the summer and go back yeah so this is going to be focused more on the second half of 2018 i'm Zeleni. i'm cameron I was, I was burping a lot on the side there. That's why I was silent for so long. I hope yeah. nobody was like, where's Cameron? Uh, he's here. <laughs> I'm here. I know. I'm just being gross. So In the studio. We also were talking about forgiveness. Oh, yeah. What, what's that from? more than saying sorry. And, Ralph and, Breaks the Internet? No. And Cameron guessed like every movie and he can't figure out what movie it's from, even though we watched it literally like four days ago. Lilo and Stitch? No. I don't know. For, <laughs> just Friends. Oh. Anna Ferris? I remember it, yeah. Do you? I do. Okay, anyway. Amy Smart? Amy Smart's cool, and she's one of those actresses that Zelani and I over the break were Zelaney. Zelaney. Don't say that. <laughs> Zelaney. That's what we were, white people call me. We were me. wondering, where, where's Amy Smart now? Where's she's, she at? I think she's doing Lifetime Hallmark? movies. Uh, yeah, those kinds. That's what we found out that... Uh, uh, Alexa Vega. Yeah, scene. she's been doing Well, so we'll talk about that in, in a bit. Sleepover? Well, hold on. It's on my list. Okay, good. So, <laughs> good. Probably not good. Yeah. Well, um, Steve Carell redeems so, it. So, wait. We're not there yet. Oh, my God, girl. You I'm need, just... I'm you, spreading. You I'm a, spraying. You need a hold back. I have categories. You can't tell me to hold back. I'm on the edge of 2018 here. I have categories. Wow. Categories are for losers. Only <laughs> Greeks use categories. That's not true. <laughs> so, I have categories. One is stuff we watch that's actually 2018 in the past few months past six months so like what this actual podcast should be about yes but we watch a ton of old stuff all the time so we'll even have that a separate category yeah we've watched a lot this during our high hiatus honestly a ton but mm-hmm. uh, mostly old stuff sadly sorry guys no aquaman here. i bet they're like what do they actually do with their lives oh yeah. <laughs> they just sit around watching things all the time i do yeah we're pretty lame and i also have a excited i'm just kidding we're great i'm talking about my categories i know this is category three you're now. interrupting excited for 2018 stuff i'm excited for in 2018 i'm category. gonna keep interrupting you no <laughs> did you listen yeah stuff of the future 2019 category so stuff i'm excited for in 2019 don't Especially say stuff stop uh, 2019 the first half of 2019 i have quite a few <laughs> the first, that's really our year in review yes. half 2018 half 2019 kind of yeah yeah like the school year yeah sure <laughs> it was school um hey, speaking of school i'll be graduating soon that, i'm excited that's my 2018 that's review. not we're not in that category right now you don't even know what category we're in well it, i do what the hell what category are we in we're in 2018 category okay, one yeah that graduation's not in 2018 okay fine <laughs> but the feeling of it is sure um okay so let's start with the 2018 (laughs) that i have on my list (laughs) now you're starting to notice shut up Okay, yeah, let's 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 okay. run down Santa's list. So and I think check it twice. I think first, because I don't think we're gonna do a podcast about this one. 
We watched it Christmas Eve. <gasps> uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yeah. It's like the one thing we've seen at the movies. It's probably since our last mid-year review. You know? I mean, yeah. We haven't been in the movies a lot lately. And if we did go to the movies, we covered it. Yes, exactly. Like A Star is Born, whatever. <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet. And Ralph Breaks the Internet. Those are like the only things we've bu- we've gone to. But we did go see Mary Poppins Returns. And we did My not... My boy, Manuel. <laughs> sure. Uh... And we're, we did not see Aquaman, and I don't intend to, sorry. And also, I don't intend to watch Bird Box, even though everyone's talking about it, just because it's a, it's kind of scary or violent, whatever the hell. And I can't do that, sorry. I didn't watch A Quiet Place either. Oh, was that last year? No, I think it was this year. Huh. But it was earlier. But anyway, let's talk about Mary Poppins Returns. What yeah, did you sure. think of it? Um. Well... I'm a little biased because of my affinity for Disney movies. But no, but they do it, they do it well. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I personally really enjoyed this movie. I found a lot of the themes in it that I could relate to. Mm-hmm. I loved the characters, and I'm a sucker for musicals. I love singing and dancing. It's if, very musical. So yeah. if you're into musicals, then it's probably a good one to see because it has... A, a super high production value it really does it has like beautiful everything you know yeah if you like musicals if you liked the original i think that yeah you could get it if you're from london you could probably enjoy yeah it, it's old timey well, uh, so i we, don't know if that's spoilers but we we were wondering we or, had a little contentious debate well yeah i was wondering if it was gonna be like oh kids like playing on their phones and you that's know, why they need discipline that's why they need mary poppins but no it's 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 old-timey stuff it is it's still set in the past and it's past. cool it's still it's still very much a sequel the returns mm-hmm. part is strong because i would recommend actually something we did not do is watch the first one because there were a lot of references to it and like still characters from the first one like kind of grown up whatever the hell so i think it would have been a lot better experience to have seen yeah i agree to have seen the first one because we were because i haven't seen it in so many years since i was a kid yeah no same but we were both taken aback by how long these movies were yeah like, the first one we is, were expecting it to be a regular hour and a half movie. yeah oh yeah. hell nah I don't know how it's for kids. Yeah, how do they make these kids sit through girl, it? Girl, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so the first one is like two two hours 20 something. And then this one is like two hours 10. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's a longer movie. But The people that were sitting next to me in the movie theater, they just like kept complaining, it seems like. Or the kid was restless because yeah. it was so long. And then I remember at the end, I overheard her gasping, finally, yeah. when the credits came. <laughs> and then everyone clapped, too. It yeah. was one of those. And so, you know, people hate hate that, you know, the clapping. Like yeah, hipsters. People hated it. No, no, no. Like people, no. Hipsters hate it? Like hipster or, you know, like people i think they're cool hate the clapping after a movie i didn't know that you didn't know that well i don't i don't feel much about it either way but also like like it, like they see it as cringy maybe something like that i don't know but anyway i'm very bad at not clapping if like people start clapping around me i just did you start clapping yeah oh, it, cool. it even happens to me when like i there's a performance like on tv and people clap like the audience of the tv I, I start clapping sometimes and I'm like, oh shit, no. <laughs> Does the laugh track make you laugh? No. Okay. Well, that's but, good. <laughs> but I'm, I'm bad at the clapping thing. Yeah, so, the applause is infectious. Yeah. It, for the, uh, 
applause. <laughs> I, yeah, so I'm very bad at like not participating, even though I don't necessarily love the clapping at the end of movies. I just I I start doing it, and then I'm like, oh wait, never mind. This is a movie. They they can't hear like the movie makers, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but so regardless. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a really good movie. Uh, it's it's a little safe. It plays it safe, I think, yeah. in the long run. But I like that they didn't overuse the CGI. Um, yeah. London is very overcast, and then at the end, it's bright and sunny. But yeah, I um, mean, it's very like symbolic. The coloring and it has it has. I mean, it's really nice to see like the magic of Mary Poppins yes. with the technology we have now. Absolutely, because they get to do so much with it. Right, like and they the really... sequences, mm-hmm. uh, the magic sequences are really, really pretty. Those are my favorite. Because in the original, they had the the whole cartoon blending in with live action sequence. Yeah, and then they they did a good, really good uh, homage sequence to to that for sure. as well. Really good here. So if it's just for that, it's worth it. But yeah, I would say they play it safe. It's very family friendly, and um, it's a solid B plus. Wow, grading it and everything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of a grade. I I would rather watch the first one. Right. E- even now, like just. To understand a lot of the references, there's a really good. Well, it's it's good, but at, at random. But like Meryl Streep is in it randomly, oh, yeah. which was like very appreciated, but kind of random. But also like I'm fine with it. It's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I guess a couple of things. Uh, the trend of transparency was seen at the beginning when Lin Manuel and the well, Emily I feel Blunt. Like, they I both feel like it's introduced. More a, it's more a thing now with that Disney's doing it seems specifically because so. they did it with Ralph breaks right. the internet. But they're like coming out thanking the audience before. Mm-hmm. I, if, I mean, maybe Coco was maybe the start of yeah, that. Yeah, we saw it in Coco, and they'd give spoilers for that <laughs> important <laughs> scene. But whatever. I, <laughs> I got scared when they started showing that for Mary Poppins, but it was just one clip. And then also the opening title sequence for Mary Poppins was really cool. They yeah, play, paid tribute really to their painters. Uh, yeah. in the series it's, on, the it's a very beautiful department. movie visually so if you're into visuals and if you're into music and or music um i think it's worth a watch yeah definitely yeah it was a good christmas movie to watch too very like warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. kind of thing i hope it does okay at the box office i remember seeing it wasn't doing too i mean well. aquaman aquaman was killing people it. like that yeah apparently that one wasn't too bad either yeah that's the only thing we've seen, seen really in theaters. I guess I have here Black Klansman, which I really can't remember if we covered it in the mid-year review. Oh, right. I don't remember when we saw it. I don't think that it. we did. I feel like we did mention it in the mid-year review. It's, it's, it's starting to get some noms for things. Is it really? Yeah, Good. I think Golden Globes, it has a couple noms. So. Well, so Black Klansman had been nominated for the, I think, Grand Jury Prize at the can- uh oh. no. Is it Sundance or Cannes? One, one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Big film festival. Yeah, so that was like a big deal when you get nominated for the Grand Jury Prize. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good. It was like... I think it's Cannes. I liked the production design of it a lot. I guess because it was a different era. So it you was like that? It was 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Or 60s? I, I would say 70s. 70s. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. But I mean, I, it was kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. So it was hard for us because we had just came back from, well, obviously Get Out the year before. And then earlier this year, we saw uh, Sorry to Bother You. Yes. Yeah. And I remember it just like, it's it's hard to follow up. Like, really, you should have seen them in the reverse order. 
in my opinion, just because mm. Sorry to Bother You was so out of the ordinary yeah. and did that so well that Black Klansman is also out of the ordinary, but it's, it's more still realistic. playing safe. Yeah, more realistic. Right. Yeah, I mean, not taking as much risk. But it's like, why does there? It's like the whole thing of like there. There can only be one, you know, m- movie about race. You yeah. know, it's like it's that's not it. It's it's just it was like I don't know it was it was uncomfortable to see all those Nazis or mm-hmm. whatever they are Klansmen. Well, no, I also <laughs> just think there were some issues with the screenplay personally, just in terms of momentum and sort mm-hmm. of like you know we were just watching this uh, old uh, RuPaul's All Stars Drag Race episode and mm-hmm. one of the judges said you know when I was watching your performance it was just the train never left the station <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt about Black Klansmen personally. It's yeah. like I was um, I was on board with it all, but I just felt like at the end it, after two hours it never really delivered that big punch that i was hoping for mm. whereas something like sorry to bother you just like over and over every yeah. five or ten minutes it was a new out of nowhere uh direction that just kept me at the edge of my right. seat it right it was a lot more uh, like experimental and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm excited i hope it, it it also has some noms for things so okay. that one's on hulu now so oh i know yeah cool. i want to rewatch it because it was really good yeah but yeah, Black Klansman, it's hard to remember now, but to me, it's like, I don't like seeing KKK people. I don't know. It's, mm. It freaks me out. Well, I'll give it a B. Okay. <laughs> Fine. So I'm sort of going in movies right now, and then we'll move to TV. Okay. So that's all for theaters. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we didn't see any other super, I don't know. Was there an Avengers? Who knows? <laughs> we didn't go. <laughs> no. Well, I went to a Black Panther movie, but. That was way. Black February. Panther, that's. The first half of the year. I know, whatever. We already talked about it. Yeah, we did. So I want to talk about, uh, quickly, a Netflix movie. I, I don't know if it was before the mid-year. Oh, we should really really listen to it. Uh, Sierra Burgess's Burgess, I, I don't remember, is a loser. It's a movie, a Netflix movie, one of the teen ones. That The star was the girl that played Barb in oh, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, cool. And um, Justice? Justice, yes. For Barb. Yes, Justice for this movie because <laughs> it it was it was kind of hyped. I remember when it got announced because Barb, but then <laughs> um, it kind of died down the hype. But then it came out and I watched it because it's a teen movie and I was like excited about it. But basically, I would say the first thirty minutes and the last thirty minutes suck, and then the middle chunk is like amazing. So take that as you will. That's really weird. And like <laughs> it's that tends to be the opposite of my filmmaking style because I just put so much focus and hard work on the intro and outro. Yeah. Because as a film appreciator, that's what matters the most to me. I agree. That's why this movie kind of left a bad taste in my mouth cuz I didn't not like the end. She was like she's kind of it's kind of a catfish type movie yeah. type of plot um but not not in a malicious gross way like some people some catfish are but <laughs> it was kind of like that and the end just didn't feel right like she fucked up and the guy you know i don't know it, it, i didn't like it but the middle chunk was really good i really liked it so it's hard like i can't make up my mind i don't know really hard so the last movie i have on my list that we've briefly mentioned in some of our latest episodes but it's a uh, life size two a <gasps> christmas eve and yuck <laughs> you didn't even watch so speaking of like the middle chunk you didn't watch the middle chunk i fast forwarded it for you remember of life size two 
I don't. You didn't even watch the middle chunk of it. I don't remember you fast forwarding it. I remember. Oh. Remember the whole like scene where she's like with the mom at the jail. She's like talking heart to heart. I skipped all that. We saw it. What was I? I was just like, this isn't necessary. Well, I'm like, you You were like, oh, I want to stop watching this. And I was like, nothing that important happens. Let's just fast forward to the end oh, performance. Oh, that's right. I mean, we didn't skip that much. We skipped like 20 minutes. Hey, it was an important 20 minutes. Not that important, but you know, you didn't watch the whole thing. You're right. But it's I was okay. just like, I want to see the, I saw most of it. I saw four fifths of this movie. Yes. And what did you think? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was so some things in life are either a hit or a miss this was a miss <laughs> huh christmas eve <laughs> <laughs> never mind i know it, it really was uh, uh i i really i will commend it on its diversity it was it was really pushing it hard especially like at the end too like all throughout the casting was diverse like and then the end was very diverse like the whole message and the redesign of eve whatever the hell i I don't sorry i don't care about woke eve yes (laughs) i don't care too much about spoilers for life size 2 because it's kind of trashy it's on hulu if you want to watch it it's a fun you know yeah it's a fun watch it's uh i mean fun in a trash way a4114 yeah and just tyra is you know they they were not pulling her back enough she was like being too over the top about it. Like, I think the first one's good. That's the thing. Like, a lot of people say the first one's trash. They hate on it. But I, I think it's, it's, it's a good kids movie, you know? The first one. And like, her acting makes sense for a doll. She's very kind of like a little vacant. But in this <laughs> one, she's just like over the top, like trying to. It's weird. And she's a little too old. I don't know. I feel bad because I'm not trying to be ageist. And she looks amazing for like however old she is. But so did you feel like Tyra's trying to compensate too hard? Yes, exactly. She's not just like having any subtlety, <laughs> you know, but I did appreciate the diversity. I like that. The girl that gave Selena Gomez a kidney was the star of it. And Tyra Banks was an executive producer. Yes, of course. And it was Christmas themed, which was kind of fun for the holidays. Was this one like a direct to stream kind of video? No, it was uh, on Freeform, which was formerly ABC Family. It was a TV movie. And so was the first one. But the first one was quality, I think. Because they had Lindsay Lohan. They didn't know Lindsay Lohan was a genius yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? If if they could have replaced this one with a good big child star. Well, you, that's the thing. You never know what child star is going to be amazing. I mean, also, Lindsay Lohan could not have made Life Size 2's script good either. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, the first one was a good concept. It was yeah. interesting. I actually had a similar concept for uh, a screenplay about uh, a cat that turns into a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cat man. Yep. I remember <laughs> It was a dream. That one was well received. I had. By who? Remember I pitched it in oh, my yeah. screenwriting class? <laughs> That's fucking, That happened this year. That did. Um I, I feel like previously when I've told people they it was not well received. <laughs> well, you need a screenwriter to really consolidate yeah. the key idea. I really I really want to do it someday. Someday. I should oh man, I wish I actually no, I don't have my laptop. I don't have that document anymore, but uh, I wish I could pull up the long log line I had written for oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I see. But anyway, so 
yeah, it, it had a fun moment at the end. They made like new eaves and there was woke eve and it was it was also pushing the whole movie is pushing like a hip hop rap and and also like very trendy phrases and stuff that will date it in literally two months. Like it will feel dated. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was just over the top putting in trendy stuff. And that's never a good thing. <laughs> it was so, like somebody Googled trends of 2018. Yeah, basically, because they had like plus size Eve and they had gay rights Eve and they had woke Eve, <laughs> which was hilarious. So you know, give it a watch if you feel, <laughs> you know, like doing that. What's your final grade? Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. There was, there was references to even Tyra's top model related things. I won't say much more, but I appreciated those references as a longtime top model fan. So are there any other pieces of media in this category? Yes. Now what? I'm moving on to TV. Okay. Because TV. Yeah, TV, I know. There's a lot of TV and we usually don't get to cover it because Cameron can't sit down and binge a whole series like yeah. I can. Yeah, don't judge me. I'm judging. I'm busy. Okay. I'm out here trying to make dreams come true. Whatever. <laughs> so, Good Play Season 3, we've been watching. And I'm excited. It, right now it's on hiatus and it should be back in January. And I'm excited because it left off, as usual, on a huge cliffhanger. You remember? Uh-huh. Yeah. You do? Yes. Okay. So, that's been going and that's cool. And... Next. <laughs> Thank you, Next. That was 2018. <laughs> Thank you, Next. Yeah. Oh, God. Is that a Netflix movie? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, it's Ariana Grande song. Oh, the music video. That, me- that was a big 2018 moment. Yeah. You didn't it, even remember it. <laughs> it, it. It went to being coming quickly the most liked video or most watched video. Like it, oh. I think most liked or something like that. Okay. It wasn't like the first two million views or something like that. Actually, yeah, I think it was. Something like that. I don't remember, honestly. But it broke some broke some records. I mean, it was super hyped up by her because she can't keep any secrets, mm-hmm. which I, I can relate to. I feel like I would feel that way, too. If I was like <laughs> doing cool stuff, I would be one. I would, I would put pictures everywhere. <laughs> or I would want to. Couldn't listen to your agent. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one stops her, clearly. <laughs> leaks she's the source of the leak yeah so that was something that was actually not on my list but that's an important one because it was like a big deal it was and it was cool i mean i really appreciate it because i'm super obsessed with all of those movies like i know them by heart last night we we're just watching uh 13 going on 30 after drag race so wow okay let's talk about drag race then <laughs> so rupaul's drag race all-star season four is happening right now if you're not in the hallelujah if you're not plugged into the drag race world and it's pretty Hashtag good. drag race. I love being on season and like, I, I, I love it. I'm excited and I'm saying now live here, I think Valentina is going to win. I don't know any spoilers. I've known or I've said this from before the season started. So if she wins, then here's the record. <laughs> if she doesn't, oops. <laughs> yeah. And Delaney and I have an active bet. Yes. So if Valentina wins, Cameron owes me ten dollars. Ten dollars. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, like, has RuPaul always done the dollars thing? Yeah, that's okay. how he says it. I feel like. Oh, that's well. We've had a lot of fun watching that, and I love, I love Drag Race so much. So. Well, Valentina oh. was in the bottom. Shut this up. This week, don't so spoilers. I think that whatever. So I think that um, what this episode came out a week before it was even supposed to. So yeah, you're whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, there was some shady stuff happening, and they the producers, <laughs> some, somebody behind the board, some intern made a mistake, 
and released the episode like a week early. Yeah. It was like instead of airing episode two, they released episode three. But in the U.S., it was so hard to find. I couldn't find it. Oops. Well, the U.S. is has strong copyright it's a, protection laws. It's stupid. Wow. Those same laws are protecting your art from not being sold. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, let's just give it all out for free. Let everybody... Hey, the root caps are art, and they take them down in two seconds. They are art. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they you... should be free art. Yeah. No, you're right, though. We, like, should pay, we should pay for root caps. We should, but I'm just saying, like, they take them down really quick. Uh, because of copyright, copyright law, because of copyright law, but it, he transforms it so much that it's not. You know what I mean? If you don't know what a recap is, look up Lee Dawson. He is a genius. He is an American <laughs> treasure. Oh my! He's from the UK. <laughs> you can cut that, Zeleny. <laughs> it's okay. There's no way for you to know that. Yeah, he's from the UK, so he got to see the episode early. <laughs> he probably liked Mary Poppins. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so moving on from Drag Race, um, we've also been watching Shark Tank uh, season ten, yeah, a decade which... of dreams, <laughs> which um, a decade of dreams. We're pretty pissed off at because yeah. they've taken like a million weeks off. Come on, ABC. Yeah, like every other week, it's like no Shark Tank tonight. Yeah, and uh, th- we've got. I feel like we've gotten like three episodes, right? And it's been back since like October. We have to keep on the pulse of Twitter with them because that's the only way we can know. And they only update you like the day of being like, by the way, guys, no shark tank tonight, but check out this awesome photo for, from five years ago. Yeah, basically. Uh, I hate it. So we're mad and it could have been a good season. I mean, it was, it was the few episodes we saw were good. were good. Well, I just hope they come back with action and commitment in 2019. I hope so. We need to look up when shark tanks coming back. Yeah. Because, yeah, and they had some guests. They had the Spanx girl. Oh, it was the first time they had three. All three, yeah. Three women, like majority women on the panel. All white women, by the way. Has there ever even been a non-white woman on Shark Tank? I don't think so. No. Guys, it's been 10 seasons, too. And, like, Damon and uh, and then a few, like, athletes have only been the non-white guys. So... By celebrating Come though, on, Shark Tank. the moment that you have a majority women, you draw attention to the fact that you have had majority men this whole time. Exactly. That that too. It's like, really? Season 10? Girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. So Shark Tank, you know, has its flaws, but it, it's fun. It's Charles fun. Barkley. Yeah, he was on there. You were excited about that. Yeah. That's the Houston athlete Rocket. I couldn't think of. His name, him, and then A Rod, mm. right? Yeah, was on it. Was he? Is he with J Lo? He's with J Lo, right? Still, that's all I know about him. <laughs> he he plays baseball, that. and he's with J Lo. Who was with J Lo before? Like, Mark Anthony. Oh, I know my pop culture. I don't know my J Lo. Okay, so <gasps> next is my favorite that I'm going to talk about, and that is uh, Superstore. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> It's my new favorite, not favorite ever of all time necessarily, but it's up there. It's like, I love it. I watched it. I binge watched it three times in a row, like the whole series. Yeah. So all. what's what's so great about this show to you? Um, I think a few things. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> so I really like the atmosphere of a store because I find it very comforting, like the mundaneness of it and like the familiarity and the fluorescent lighting. Yeah, there's just... Oh, I think that's it because I like a lot of light, you know? 
And stores are always some of the most well-lit places. I think it's like honestly an excuse for them to be like, we can always have a well-lit set because <laughs> I'm into it. We're in a superstore. I'm, I'm very into it because th- I, I think that's why I like stores. I feel like no one can like come at me from the shadows because it's all lit up, you know? <laughs> but anyway, that's a very me thing. I think the part that I really like about Superstore is that there's like a lot of characters, like a lot of small characters. So you have the main cast, but then you have a ton of like regular but like smaller characters that are just really funny. You get to have a lot of different dynamics mm. and like more group dynamics. And it's it's just really funny. I love Dina so much. The crazy lady that's like an assistant manager, you know, mm-hmm. and Mateo. Who's oddly highly sexual. Yes. She's just hilarious. Like I, I would hate her in real life, but she's. Like, I know the type of person she is, especially in Texas. I feel like there's a lot of women like her in Texas. Right. Well, there's a woman like that in The Office, too, though. Oh, I'm sure. But, like, Dina's better. <laughs> sure. And uh, Mateo is amazing. He he was in Crazy Rich Asians. Right. And he's so good. I just, like, I feel like I know him. He's He's almost, well, not almost, but he's, like, He's a flamboyant gay character, but I don't feel like he's a stereotype either. Like, mm. I feel like they keep him very realistic and That's he has good. some very real issues and and stuff. And then you have America Ferreira, who, you know, I love her from OG Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> She's in that. And she brings up some a lot of Latino issues that I never get to see on sitcoms. Because the thing is, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is has a lot of Latinos on it, but also they don't talk a lot about Latino stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Not all Latinos are like, you know, super into their culture and that's realistic. But I also enjoy in Superstore that she brings them in sometimes and the religious manager and it's good. It's so good. I, I, I just find it so comforting. And Cheyenne's amazing, the pregnant girl and Bo, which you were the one that were reminding me of him. Yeah. He seems like he would be from Houston. So I definitely recommend Superstore. NBC knows how to do their sitcoms. That's yeah, they all. do. Because they've been doing them forever. I know. <laughs> but like, I just, I don't know. I think I was too like, oh, I can only watch Mike Schur shows because I'm so into Parks and Rec that I feel like I only trust Mike Schur and I think all other sitcoms suck. But like Superstore opened my mind up a little like, no, not only Mike Schur can make a good sitcom. Y'all, I have tried so hard to get her to watch The Office, and it's like trying to pull teeth. I'm almost convinced. Almost. Because Superstore opened my mind a little bit to like open myself up to more sitcoms. I hope so. So you need to thank Superstore. I guess. But thank I w- them I right now. <laughs> I won't give Superstore any thanks, though. Why not? I don't, because I just don't want to watch that show. Well, I'm saying you should thank them for me reconsidering I The guess. Office, finally. I guess. You know, it's been years of me hating The Office. Yeah. You need to thank Superstore. I guess. There are a couple of cool things uh, with that actor, um, Bo, who plays Bo. Is that what you said? Because uh, well, there was that behind-the-scenes video of his birthday, right? No, no, that was Mateo. Oh, sorry, Mateo? Yeah. There was this behind-the-scenes video of them uh-huh. giving him a birthday. He's Nico Santos. He's from Crazy Rich Asians, too. Yeah, and we also covered Cover Rich Asians, if you want to go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> yes, and he he got nominated for Superstore for, like... A, a Golden Globe? No, I don't think a Golden Globe. 
SAG? Yeah, maybe one of those. <laughs> SAG? Yeah. And he Looking got nominated for he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Superstore and I think he gotten like the whole cast of Crazy Rich Asians got nominated. So yeah. he had a couple noms. So there was a cute behind the scenes video they posted on the set of Superstore with him arriving. He makes Superstore like he he's one of the people that hooked me, the characters that hooked me. Yeah. So, so do you have anything else on this list? Kind of. I, I had YouTube. Well, we were gonna. We should mention YouTube Rewind. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> well, it was ha- it was really not that important. I feel like everyone's forgotten about it completely. Okay, sure. Well, it's just so you know, that was like a 2018 controversy. Not really. Like it was. I just thought m- it was funny that everybody stole their dislikes from Baby, Baby. and yeah. <laughs> put it uh, and then added the dislikes to. The yeah, it's just a controversy with video. no legs because. So what? Yeah, like no, like no one cared two days later. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those internet things that's like that day's news, you know? I guess so. On YouTube, honestly, this year we were watching the Shane Dawson series, yeah. um, Jeffree Stars mainly, but then he had the Jake Paul one, which was messy as hell. I don't like it. And he did not handle things well of criticism of it i don't know it's just like he took a break and he needed to because (laughs) so just in general shane dawson has been exploring these more docu-series style episode releases of like long form uh youtube videos that are still fairly lo-fi in their you know youtube style uh, with just one camera but Mainly for me, it's been really great to watch as a film student because especially somebody interested in documentary because it is this exciting new frontier that I think he is exploring really well. Yeah, I think Um, he's doing a lot and people... Well, because most most of the fans are really young and they're just thinking about like the the content. The entertainment, yeah. And the content, just whether they like it or hate it, whatever. But he, I think he is without the kids really realizing that he's... He is pioneering kind of a new form on YouTube that's not like short sit down or, you know, all the many things mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's it's like a new somewhere in between YouTube, YouTuber content and like film type documentary work. But it's, you know, it's 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 in the middle and it's it's different. It is. Um because it's new, I think he has not figured it out <laughs> yet. It's true. I um, just want to say I think it's an important emerging form that we should look forward to in 2019. And then also with me being as a film student, I do feel just a little upset, I think, that the department and none of the faculty so far I've seen, I haven't seen any kind of film classes that are bothering to explore this side of content creation like my department doesn't have anything i mean they have the web series i guess creating a web series mm, that's probably the closest it's probably yeah. the closest to I, it i would say that counts yeah but that's still even more like fiction based oh i see um, yeah, yeah not non-fiction and so i just wish that like this documentary class i just took this fall would have you know offered to explore it i'm sure that even the one i'm in the spring i think i think it's just too new we'll see it later on i think once they figure out what it is what to call it Mm -hmm. but it's it's too new i guess like just my comment in general what i'm trying to make is that i don't think my department puts enough emphasis on the impact that youtube is having (laughs) this isn't the ut rant i guess (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i know you just you should write them a letter uh, <laughs> talk to my advisor. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. 
All right, so we're going to move on to our next category, which is... Old stuff. Old stuff. Uh, so, just a quick round. We'll We've been watching through. a lot of old stuff. We mentioned Just Friends. Oh, I loved Just Friends. Now, <laughs> now it's become... What? What, an inside joke? Well, I don't know what it's become, but... It's like hashtag w- Just Friends. No, <laughs> while we were watching it... Every time they said friend or friend zone or something like that, Cameron would just say quietly, like, just friends, <laughs> like question and <laughs> just friends, like constantly throughout the movie. And now now every time we hear it on another movie, like there's like a because they just, always use it in other do. movies. too. I, now it's opening my eyes to how much it's in other movies. But every time in the movie, they're like, oh, friends you know whatever the hell and we're just like just friends yeah (laughs) so i don't i don't know what that is but what'd you think of just friends in general um i remember it being a solid you clearly don't even remember anna ferris being a genius in it. whatever (laughs) i yeah no i remember being you know surprisingly impressed by just friends except for the fact that the end ends in a very stereotypical rom rom rom-com way i I, kiss and then it's over i want no resolution (laughs) I want to watch it because it's a Christmas movie, in my opinion. It's really a rom-com set during Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. I guess. And uh, But Christmas uh, is not the focus. It's like the it backdrop. It is the focus. No. Uh, it doesn't have it's to not, be. It's not Santa Claus 2 or <laughs> we 3. Did, we did watch that a little bit. You watched Santa Claus 3. A little bit. Which has Santa Claus 1 in it. I did watch Santa Claus 1 a little bit, too, after Life Size 2. would love aired. to watch it with you. It's pretty good, but it's over. We missed it. Wait for next Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, just friend. we've been watching a lot of 2000s comedies, good and bad and everything in between. I don't know if that's my choice, though. It's definitely not his choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just friends. We watched 50 First Dates. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> uh, well, we appreciated it for having this alternative ending that was not so stereotypical. Yeah, um, there we go. That was like your complaint with Just Friends. Right. Because usually in the movie like 50 First Dates, there's some sort of magical change where the problem well, gets cured. But um, <laughs> this is very obvious code. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to watch the movie to find out how it ends yourself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So no. But otherwise, 50 First Dates just reminded me of adam sandler's brand at the end of the day uh, yeah it, it has that and yeah. it's annoying i like the concept a lot it's just like there's a lot of adam sandler isms yeah all and he over has the, place. the usual cohort with him yeah and also he's he, he just it's the whole thing of like the not to be rude but like ugly guy and like super hot amazing girl you know like come on like that's such a comedy sexist trope to like always have like the hottest girl possible actress and then like he's like he doesn't have to take care of himself you know i honestly did not like their chemistry but maybe it might just be adam sandler they've been in like three movies as love have they really yeah oh god the one the wedding singer wasn't that her and then another one i forgot the other one but they've been like three or four i guess i just didn't like the chemistry personally well they like it (laughs) <laughs> uh 51st dates get to c plus damn we watched uh some teen comps <laughs> teen comps yes uh because so 
Cameron forced me to go to the Riverwalk with him. Not in forced. In San Antonio? Not forced. In San Antonio. San where Antonio. We went for Christmas. And he really wanted to go to the Riverwalk. And it ended up being uh, super crowded. And I don't like that so much. So I told him in exchange, I enjoyed myself and everything. It was just super crowded. And that makes me anxious. So I told him, I was like, in exchange for that, can we watch a Cinderella story? And then he said yes. So we watched a Cinderella story. We did. With Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Murray. That movie was ridiculous. <laughs> it's good. I'll be. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> no. You don't think But Jack- at least I learned the story of Cinderella. Yeah, so Cameron, because he's an alien, did not know the story of Cinderella at all. Wow. So Oh my god, the fan reacts are going crazy right now. Wow. Our Twitter's blowing up. You don't think that Jennifer Coolidge did a good job? She was a stepmom. Yeah, she did awesome. And then Regina King is in it. Regina, what the hell? Oscar winning actress yeah, here. Clearly. Yeah. So Well, if you're looking for like a movie that sticks to the script and is like as basic textbook style as you can get, that is the movie for you. Like, if you want to know your three-act structure and all the cues that you need and character setups and everything, that's the perfect movie for you. Whatever. <laughs> it's good. It's one of my favorites. What the hell was that word art title design? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Kind of. On Cinderella's right? Yeah, it was like a blue gradient from like light blue to dark blue and impact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the 2000s for you. Yeah. Then we moved on to a more recent sleep- movie. No, no, no. Hold oh. on. Sleepover. With we could just skip over. We could sleep over it. Oscar <laughs> winning actor Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Where did that come from? Sleep- Sleepover is like a middle school movie. So it's even worse than Cinderella Story. Cause so this is weird, right? Because uh, Sleepover was the first movie that... She Alexa did. Vega? Alexa Vega did after the Spy Kids 3 series. Like she did Spy Kids 1, 2, 3 pretty much like each year. And then this was her next one after the Spy Kids fan. And it was great. Oh, and it has Golden Globe probably winning uh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Oh, yeah. He's in all the American Horror Stories and Pose and everything. Ryan and then Murphy Jane stuff. Lynch. Jane Lynch is in it. She plays her mom, which makes zero sense. Yeah, I was like, where's <laughs> the connection there? Mm, adopted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then Jane Lynch and Steve Carell ironically return the following year in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> but now, not Alexa Vega. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so it was just weird because Steve, I was trying to correct track, like you know, Steve Carell just plays this kind of Paul Blart mall cop character. <laughs> He's like the, the everyday villain. Of the it. everyday villain. Uh, Not that's the right. main villain. That's yeah. right. Uh, and he's great. He's funny in the role. It's yeah. just that he wasn't known yet. So he it's a, a small role. role. <laughs> like if he was like anywhere, like five years later in this movie, he would have been like the, one of the main cast exactly like it's just so funny that he's in it and it's yeah. a it's a pretty bad movie but i love it too it's it's those teen movies i love i get out a whole podcast on just sh- shitty teen movies i love it okay so then we moved on to a quality teen movie which is oh easy a <laughs> yes which cameron hadn't heard of obviously because you know same things as usual but <laughs> no but i was just saying it was weird that i had never heard of it at all even from it's not weird because you don't hear about anything. But yeah, it is weird. It I, I do feel I'm okay, sure. I don't hear you. 
sorry. <laughs> I do feel that it's a little bit um, forgotten right now. I feel like I'm sure it'll have a, a resurgence, maybe the way Mean Girls does occasionally, you know, like mm-hmm. I think it'll have that moment. It's just too soon, but too far away at the same time. You know, it's like too soon to like make homages to it, but it's too far away to remember it fresh, you yeah, know, I guess. So I, I do think right now it's in a forgotten period. A yeah. Little bit. I don't know why or how I missed this, but wow. Easy. A uh, really took me off guard. I was very pleasantly surprised at he was, how he was strong expecting this movie was. Cinderella story sleepover because and, I, and that was kind of the trend of Christmas for e- us. <laughs> Even though I told him, I was like, this is like a real one. This is like a quality movie, like an it's a teen movie, but it's quality. It's like Mean Girls or, well, like, or like Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller right? or like uh, Clueless, like those movies that are like good movies outside of being teen movies. Yeah. Which I feel like each decade has one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, in some ways I wish we could do our own episode on Easy A just because it was so I good. Think maybe maybe we can. Yeah. But yeah. man, uh, there's so much goodness in it. I love Emma Stone. It's the only Emma, Emma movie that Zeleny don't out likes. me. I out, what do you mean? <laughs> Ex- don't out me. You Ex- out me. You out me like ten seconds ago. Exposed. You out me like every minute. Honestly, on this show. I don't think I've seen another Emma Stone movie except for House Bunny. <laughs> and House Bunny. House and Bunny. And La La is, Land. Oh yeah, I didn't like La La Land. So yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only movie I like Emma Stone. I just don't like her too much. She has a little bit of the Jennifer Lawrence effect mm. for me of like over the top relatable. But not as much as Jennifer Lawrence. So I like Emma Stone. Okay. I just don't, you know. So you think this is like the movie that made her? I think as a leading lady. Yeah. Yes. Because House Bunny, she was kind of, she was kind of a featured role, but Anna Ferris was like the mm-hmm. leading lady. This was like all her pretty much. Right. Like the spotlight was all on her. And, and I think there's she, did, another, she did well. There's another actress in here that ended up leaving Hollywood for a little while. And I was theorizing that maybe she just got a little jealous that she didn't end up with the leading role that Emma Stone got. No, I I read, so we're talking about Amanda Bynes, who plays the everyday villain of Easy A. Um, she's like the Christian girl, Mary Ann, I think. <laughs> and I, I recently, Amanda Bynes kind of came back into the spotlight with this big uh, paper magazine interview. It's actually a... So the Break the Internet thing is actually a series that Paper Magazine does. It's just the Kim Kardashian one was like the biggest one. We've talked about that a little bit in a previous podcast. But so Amanda Bynes was doing a Break the Internet series um, with Paper Magazine. And she did a long interview about why she left Hollywood, what, what was behind all her erratic behavior, which now people say it's like, oh, if that was 2018, no one would think twice about her behavior because right. it she would be like i want drake to murder my vagina and that's just how people talk now <laughs> you know she, she ushered in the that era <laughs> yeah that like extreme and like <laughs> don't care if i die kind of humor but whatever so she was saying in easy a she like she she was having a lot of body image issues in general uh, in hollywood i guess in her later teens or after she's a man and and so on but she was just like really struggling with how she looked on camera, like mm-hmm. watching herself back. Uh, she said, I don't think she she's watched Easy A at all. Like she, yeah, she just doesn't. That was her the last movie she did. And yeah, she just had a lot of things going on, I think, with herself. Yeah, having um, confidence issues. Yeah. Even though she she's a genius. I just think she, yeah, she's a child star that, you know, it's hard to juggle all that. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I feel yeah. So... 
But so Emma Stone, she followed through with it. She's she like, did. I'm serious about this acting shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she did. And Allie from Allie and AJ's in it, too. Uh-huh. It has a really good cast. It, it has does. Stanley Tucci's in it. Yes. The uh, uh, Lyle. George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the guy from George of the Jungle. Not Brendan Fraser, but... Uh, the bad guy, yeah. Lyle. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, yeah. And Lisa Kudrow. Kudrow. My, oh, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. I love her. So Easy A is definitely an A for me. <laughs> Good, yeah. Maybe we should cover it because it's, it's, it's a quality, quality teen movie. Yeah. I think uh, I was going to say the first movie, I think, well, besides uh, Super Bad, the first movie I saw Emma Stone in that I started to like her in was uh, Birdman. And Birdman oh, okay, was also yeah. one of those movies that... De-aliened me. Okay, that's the thing. Like, I I just I haven't seen a lot of her Oscar movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't see The Help. I didn't see. Oh my god, I was about to say Silver Linings Playbook, but that's just. <laughs> wow, oh my god. I I just combine them a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen. What else was like her big? I guess I saw La La Land now, which is the one I hadn't seen for a while mm-hmm. either. And I didn't see The Help or Birdman though. I haven't seen The Help, whatever that is. <laughs> that was before. Oh. Birdman, Birdman. Yeah. yeah. Birdman is great. Yeah, no, she wasn't in that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, so we also, quality movies, we watched Lilo and Stitch, which uh, Cameron had not seen before. Right. And what did you think of that? I, I I loved it. It was another one of those movies that I wish I had seen as a kid. I It was the alien aspect of it, I think, that, that we were you both, related to. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Y'all see Cameron's spaceship coming down in Queens this past week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that blue that's, light. That's really you know? a 2018 interview there. <laughs> that was that was Cameron. Cameron's Cousins. visiting New York. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For the night. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, we, uh, I mean, it was cool to have that alien theme in a movie back then and in a kid's movie. Yeah. Um, I really loved the Elvis integration. Mm-hmm. I think Lilo was really funny. I think she ushered in a more relatable queen type uh, characters in Disney movies the way like the girls in Frozen are. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Lilo and Stitch. I yeah. think it's one of, uh, an underrated Disney movie. And I really liked the themes in the movie. That's true. It, it's very like family oriented, not like love life. Right. Um, but it's sort of Disney moving away from that. Right. And also just like making sure that you care for your friends and like you, yeah. you know them and trust them. Yeah. So I like it a lot. I think I think you liked it. Yeah, it's a good one. Definitely, it's a good a good one to rewatch. Was there anything else that we watched that was not 2018? Project Runway Junior. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, we've been sort of watching Project Runway that Junior. Is definitely my guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so good. It is it's too consistent. <laughs> and it's, literally good. Like it's not. There's not much per se drama. I wouldn't say right because they're kids. They have yeah. to like keep it hold it back a little bit because yeah. they're kids they're they're little kids and they're good so it's it's like it's just one of those shows that you just watch to see people talented people show off their talents you know i suppose so i i like it yeah no i i love watching it i think it's really fun and cool um and the kids are really good yeah. uh, they're very talented they're really funny too it's funny to like listen to how they talk and yeah 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 you see how young they are yeah and what they care about it's silly uh-huh um but it's a very consistent show i think that's mostly old stuff i forgot to talk about uh the switch which i got well, the, the nintendo switch yeah and then 
well, maybe this could be like our bridge into 2019 okay, because yeah, we yeah, could be sure. probably excited for some stuff in 2019 too. Zeleny got a Nintendo Switch for 2018. Yeah, I did in the last <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And we played some games. We did. Uh, I feel like we've talked about it a bit in a low-key book club or something, but uh, Cameron's obsessed with Fortnite. That is my 2018 in review. <laughs> he <laughs> loves it. It was this weird thing where I was starting to... So I didn't hear about Fortnite until the beginning of the semester. Uh-huh. And I was just like hearing it over her, like overhearing it in class when kids were being like, we're going to go and play Fortnite after class or whatever. They don't say that. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were literally <laughs> like, yeah, we stayed up last night playing Fortnite so we didn't get this work done. Wow. That kind of stuff. And so I was hearing things like that and I was like, why do I keep hearing people talk about how they're playing Fortnite and like everybody's playing it. Like how has everybody got this game? And I never heard I of just, it. I just, I hear about it on Twitter. Mm. Well, then I found out that it's free to play. And then I was like, oh, well that explains everything. And then you, when you uh, had gotten your Nintendo switch, uh, I remember David was like, now we can play Fortnite. And so y'all had tried to play a little bit of Fortnite. No, no, no. I played Fortnite before uh, I got my switch. Okay. Like the few weeks before, I tried on my computer. Oh, on your computer. And That's I was right. super laggy. I couldn't do it. But then I got the switch, and I, I already had an account because I had made one. And then Cameron started playing, and he loves it. Yeah. So I was like, I just want to test it and see how this is. <laughs> oh, girl, girl. <laughs> no, I was hooked from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it's kind of an important thing because when I moved to Austin, I had never played first-person shooters oh, all that really? much. Um, wow. Yeah, not really. And then I'm when really I, bad at those mechanics. Yeah. Because I'm not used to it. That was what I literally did. My first year at UT, I spent more time probably learning how to play first-person shooters than actually <laughs> <laughs> paying attention in school. Uh, but that was just because of the environment I moved into. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they had it there in the living room all the time. And so I was just fascinated by this new world. So I kind of like forgot everything i was like i was shedding off the alien side and i was like i want to learn how video games work now uh-huh. so but to clarify uh fortnite is a third person shooter oh yeah i uh, guess so. you don't actually directly look through yeah, the scope. Yeah. but yeah and so uh i played a lot of call of duty and then once i got to fortnite i was just like well this is like it basically stripped down everything you want in a shooter game to the bare essentials and then added this like amazing defense mechanism that mm-hmm. I think makes it great. But I was uh, thinking about it just the other day. This will be the end of my Fortnite rant. Okay. Um, <laughs> what what I think is making Fortnite such a big hit and thinking of just the, the design of it itself and not so much the fact that it's free and on all the platforms, which is another thing is that I think that they, what I think they did good that, I haven't seen any other game of this type do is they've combined the element of humor with it so well. Oh, uh-huh. Um, because a shooter game is a violent game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's ten- it tends to be violent, but instead they took this very lighthearted. It almost looks like a kids' meal game type of thing. I mean, you know? I I do. That's why that's why I enjoy watching you play because normally I hate those shooter games because they're so gray and I can't stand looking at anything too gray mm-hmm. or like too. They look so dystopian and yeah, it's super drab and boring. But like I serious. like Fortnite is colorful that I can just watch you play and and enjoy just watching. You know. Yeah. That's why I like Minecraft watching Minecraft uh, so much too. It, it's colorful. Like it's it's regular like green grass and like. You know, instead of being all like gray wash or blue wash, green wash, like Halo, Mm -hmm. all those things. I hate that. So I enjoy watching you play. I've been doing some of that. Everyone thinks I'm playing Fortnite at all (laughs) hours, but it's really Cameron on my Switch. It's really me. I am King Bananas. 
queen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love Fortnite, and that's what I think makes it successful. Is it's uh, got a lot of humor. Yeah, and, it's co- and it's colorful. Yeah, I I want a game. I wish it didn't have guns. Oh. Or I wish there was a version without guns, where it was like too. like PvP, like swords, like uh, Hungercraft was. Well, honestly, like I'm trying to think. I don't think there are any melee weapons. Melee, 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 melee. I don't know. And in most shooter games, they have melee weapons oh, where really? you can hit somebody, just like a sword or yeah. a knife, but uh, or you can like punch people. But they don't have that in this game, or I haven't found out how to do that yet. Yeah, I wish they had that because instead of guns, because that to me is you so much. You have to much, shoot somebody, or well, because you them. have to get close to someone, and you that's do. hilarious. I don't know. It's more Hunger Games, right? But it's okay for a gun game. It's pretty okay. <laughs> I agree. Okay. So quick, excited. Well, things I'm excited for 2019. Or you. <laughs> things we're excited for 2019. More Fortnite. More a, Fortnite. A Fortnite without guns. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm excited to see Enigma soon. <gasps> what is that? You want to tell them? Um, that's Lady Gaga's Vegas residency, which um, we're going to go see in January. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see my queen again. Mm. I've seen her three times so far. This would be my fourth. Wow. I love her so much. And it's very art pop-ish feels, looks like. So that's exciting, too. I'm excited to have a sickening look. I, I need to practice. Yes. Like a cool yes. makeup look. I'm going to wear lashes. I was like, sickening look? What? <laughs> Girl, come on. Get with it. No, I, I want to wear lashes. That's how sickening. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, I'm I'm super excited, as y'all know, for uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, Ryan Reynolds! I'm very excited. I'm I am worried. Y- y'all know I'm I'm still worried. I'm always scared of it becoming like a Transformers or Ninja yeah. Turtles thing. Which it will. Bitch, what do you mean? It's gonna become that. No, it won't. Not I mean, necessarily. They're like they're obviously trying to start this as franchise. A Pokemon no, no, no. I'm fine with a franchise. Series. I'm just not fine with the first one being shitty. Right. Like, or just relying on tropes or, you know, that's right. what I mean. Like by Ninja Turtles or right. tra- Transformers. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. I was pretty skeptical myself uh, after watching the trailer. We saw Should've it. Should have filmed in, a react. In Mary Poppins Returns, we saw the, we saw it on the big screen. We did. I was you so liked it? excited. Oh. Oh, it better be good. Okay. I'm excited for Stranger Things season three. <gasps> I think it comes out to the summer, though, which is annoying. That's cool. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm mad. I'm like, literally. Patience, girl. I'm literally just keeping a Netflix subscription for Stranger Things because Netflix has been letting me down so much lately. Can you relate? You should you should tweet us if you relate to that. At Huggy Book. Because we want to know what the Netflix sell-off rate is. What the hell is happening? Because (laughs) I've been on Hulu this whole time, binging Superstore, A Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Everything's on there. I don't know. Honestly, Hulu is pretty great. I've been super impressed. I haven't been I haven't been totally. And then Netflix, every time I try to go search a movie I've seen on there, it's gone now. Like it's right. suddenly gone. Oh, yeah. and then uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it. then another thing we so, so we recently experienced an Apple TV, and Apple TV even though it's not really so much subscriptions, like you have to I guess buy the movies or you can't that's an option right because they have the store but uh we saw that if you buy an itunes movie you have scene selections and extra credits and it's like what the hell netflix we've been wanting that already right yeah Uh, netflix is slacking they're just getting complacent i think they are too 
I'm excited for Brooklyn Nine-Nine season six coming back very soon. Next week already by the time this comes out. Exactly. Um, along, it's going to come on with The Good Place. Um, oh, back back. really? Oh, hell right. yeah. So new Brooklyn Nine-Nine, new Good Place. And then when Good Place ends, it'll be new Brooklyn Nine-Nine, new Superstore. I'm excited. I'm excited for the continuation of the Superstore. <laughs> In March, when Good Place ends. And then... Hopefully more Shark Tank. Hopefully more Shark Tank. Yeah. Decade of Dreams. And then... Yeah, yeah they be dreaming all right. <laughs> and then I feel like Big Little Lies Season 2 comes out next year. Oh, interesting. I don't know uh, when, but okay. I'm pretty excited. Meryl Streep's on it. Lion King. Live <gasps> action. That is this year, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. This is also when we're supposed to be getting the Disney str- streaming service. Disney Plus. Oh. Well... I'm waiting. I'm, yep. I'm trying to... I mean, 2019 is the year hey, they said they would deliver. Disney it, tends to be girl, more consistent. If it has Disney Channel stuff on it, I'm all over it instantly. Because, like, come Would on. you cut the Netflix for... No, because Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> I don't think I would cut Netflix. That's the problem. Like, it's, it's just going to become cable again. Because yeah. it's, like, an $80 bill for, like, 10 all the streaming services. That we have. Yeah. yeah, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. If it has Disney Channel on it, that's so worth it. Because Disney Channel stuff is so hard to find, mm-hmm. legally especially. They they have the rights. Like, they should just put it up. I mean, yeah, Disney is that one company that just has so many media yeah. that is in demand that it makes sense for them to yeah. have their own If it has service. Studio Ghibli on it, mm-hmm. I would, uh, you know, it's like, come on. If they do it right, it, it'll be really good. Mm-hmm. They just can't. It just can't be just like... You know, Snow White and Frozen. Now, somebody <laughs> who did not deliver on their promise this year was Apple. Why? Apple had promised to start releasing media in 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, that was the... This oh, was, like Apple Music? Yeah. So, like, okay, Disney okay. Plus was announced in 2017. And that's also when... Because that's when all of the other companies that had money and capital to make their own digital streaming services were like, all right, we're going to get into this market yeah. now, right? Because <laughs> I think it's, obviously Netflix has got some monopoly. And so uh, 2018, or Apple had announced that year that in 2018, they would invest a billion dollars into original content. And they were supposed to have that and it's yet to be seen. They had announced some like big name contract collaborations. Wow. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but. There was one of them. So maybe 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Viola Davis? Is that Viola Davis? Viola Davis. I think that was one of them that Apple had been signed to. Interesting. Yeah. So we that's yet to be seen. Yeah, it is. And I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued by uh what's gonna happen with the new Project Runway season that Heidi if you don't know Heidi and Tim left Project Runway because Project Runway moved. Well, they moved to Bravo Mm -hmm. and then they were giving them a huge pay cut. So Heidi and team were like, Heidi and Tim were like, bye, (laughs) we're done. Um, The show was stale anyway. (laughs) And they ran. Yeah, they were pretty shady about it. And they ran Amazon. Amazon picked them up for a similar show on Amazon Prime. I'm, I'm intrigued to see Heidi and Tim's project as well as the new Project Runway because there's been new judges announced and new hosts. For the new Project Runway. So we'll see if it does freshen up the yeah. formula or if it's a flop. <laughs> we will see. I mean, yeah. Amazon Prime. Well, so what do you think? Anything else That's in 2019? Not, not all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all, folks. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this has been lovely. We had so much fun this year. Yeah, I know. Covering media with you. This is we our did. first full high key year. It is. In review. Yeah, we've been at, at high key for over a year. It's been marvelous. Yeah. I'm so proud to be part of this project with you. Thank you. Me too. And I'm excited for what we might do in 2019 with high key and a new show. That's right. Type thing that's more focused. We've been talking about it a lot. And we got to watch Survivor. Yeah, well, <laughs> or reveal that as it comes yeah. and develops. I I hope we can do it because I think it's a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Definitely, we'll topic, have some experts. Topic. Yes, and I, I want music, that. some score. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe some sound bites. But we're waiting for uh, Cameron to graduate. That's right. So. And then we're going to expand the studio. Yeah, uh, and we'll keep everybody up to date on that too. <laughs> so it'll be really a great year. Yes. A lot to look forward to in 2019. I mean, personally, 2018 wasn't the brightest. 2017 was a little more consistent. 2018 had some, well, for me, in my personal life, there were some dips that major, major setbacks that I had to overcome. But hey, they they were overcame. They were. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, we are, you know, using one of the <laughs> rewards from the challenging time to help us record today. So Yes. Uh, but yeah, overall, I would give 2018 an A-. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I feel like I had a pretty good and stable 2018, but I'm excited for 2019 to do bigger things. Like, cool. I feel like 2018 was safe. I was getting acclimated yeah. and starting new things. And hopefully in 2019, I get to keep going with yeah. projects and make them better. So. Well, you know, I'm just <laughs> going to keep it basic and generic, but I mean, I'm just going to shout out my, my friends and family in 2018. <laughs> I mean, mine too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Any Anyone that listened to Hikey Book Club. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you to all the supporters. And yeah, we have we have some requests. And so we're going to be working to fulfill those. Yeah, we'll oh. do. We'll do holes. We'll yes. do holes. That was contentious. And the Pokemon movie. And maybe Frozen. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll still do it since January. It'll probably be really cold. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we'll make a list. We'll make a list of January movies yes. to cover and let y'all know what those will, will be like. And we'll be consistent. We promise. Yeah, we'll try better to be better at warning because I'm really yeah. bad at that. It's just the reason we're so late at warning is just I like to confirm we're actually doing it because we say we watch so many things and we say we're going to cover them <laughs> and then we just don't get around to it. So I don't want to be like tweeting, we're covering this and then be like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why that's okay though i mean i think we're consistent enough comparatively speaking you to look the at landscape. our twitter no I'm, I'm just saying like in terms of the landscape of podcasts like we okay fine we stay <laughs> we we keep it we keep it 95 <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> okay and so with that that well oh if you have any thoughts or oh, requests or anything uh, like that you can always email us at highkeybookclub at gmail.com not google spawn and we're also on the social socials. The platforms are high key. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. And you can find us at High Key Book Club across the board. And we would be happy to hear from you. Happy to talk to you. We're on Google Play and Apple Podcasts. You can drop a review, subscribe, all the good stuff. And so with that, we love you. It's been a wonderful year, and we're excited to see what's in store for 2019. Until then, you have heard, and you will be hearing from us. <laughs>